hello, hello, hello. What's going on, everybody? This is Sydney Smith, the host of this incredible podcast, The Real Queen Sid. And I am super pumped because today we're going to be talking about some personality traits that y'all keep attributing to the lack of success in your business that you were not born with. These personality traits are learned and therefore can be unlearned if you feel like they are hindering your business. So I'm really, really excited about this. And uh, first things first, we are waiting for 50, I'm sorry, 105 star reviews. I'll be giving away $100 cash money when we get to 105 star reviews. So uh, go to Apple iTunes or Apple Podcasts. Make sure you go ahead and leave a five star review. If you leave a love note, that is how you get entered in to the giveaway. So I can't see your review unless you leave a love note. So make sure that you don't leave an anonymous review, but uh, make sure that you leave one with a love note. So uh, so that we can get you entered into the giveaway for $100 cash money. So I'm really, really excited to give away another $100. It was so, it felt so good to give away the first 100 So I love that. And we are going to do the fun fact of the day. And the fun fact of the day is that I never thought I was going to move out of Maryland. I just did not understand uh, how people chose other places to live. Like, how do you pick? I want to go live in Texas. I just didn't understand until it was time. And then when it was time, I was ready to go, go, go uh, as fast as possible. So I literally never thought I was gonna lo- going to move out of Maryland. And uh, I couldn't imagine living far away from my family. And uh, it just got to the point where I had to one day. And so super, super grateful for that and that opportunity. And I don't know, it's just been, it's been the best. It's just been the best. So, uh, super, super excited to get into this content. We're just going to go, go, go. Uh, it's allergy season, I think, or the seasons are changing or something in Texas. So like my nose feels a little stuffy. So I'm sorry if this podcast sounds a little stuffy, I just, I don't know what to do about it. And also, I'm in my bedroom, which is echoing. So uh, maybe we should go somewhere else. Lord, Lord, we are, we are a hot mess express. Okay. All right. So the first personality trait that a lot of people attribute to the last lack of success in their business is that they are either passive or timid, right? And I'm not talking about introverted or extroverted because I am an introverted person. However, I am not passive. I'm not timid. And uh, that's just because I'm, you know, whatever. That's just how I was raised. But we are not born passive. And I want you to think about this, okay? Somebody said this uh, on a training one day. They said, what if, what if I am actually not naturally a passive person? And I literally was like, nobody is a naturally passive person. It's a taught, uh, it's a taught personality trait. It's a learned personality trait. Because I, I like literally think about this. When you are a baby, when you are fresh out of the womb, when you are just born, you cannot be passive. You rely on somebody else to take care of you. So you have to demand what you want, right? Like if you need your diaper changed, you got to cry. If you are hungry, you got to cry. If you are tired, you got to cry. You can't just sit on the sidelines and be passive and be timid. We would have all died, right? We would have all died. And so I want you to think about that and really think about like, it's impossible for somebody to be born passive or timid. It's taught to you, right? This is a personality trait that was taught to you because you were a loud kid and somebody said, no, 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 Sydney, be quiet. No, 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 you need to sit down. No, act like a lady. No, you need to be quiet. Speak when you're spoken to. Children don't speak unless they're spoken to, right? These are all things that, we, that we've heard as children, 
somebody somewhere along the way, a teacher, a parent, a, a aunt, a cousin, an uncle, a sister, a brother. I don't know. I don't know who said it to you, but somebody along the way told you you were too much. Somebody along the way told you you were too loud. Somebody along the way told you that you needed to sit down and be quiet to offer value to this world. And so you did. Okay, and I really want you to soak that in. I want you to listen when I tell you, you were not born timid. You are not just timid. You need to be you times two. You need to be who you are. You are not timid. Nobody in this world was born into this life letting other people walk all over them. None of us would have survived. You would not have survived as a child if you were born with everybody else's needs and everybody else's feelings in mind, right? Like, I want you to really think about that. So that timidness is not who you are. It's this shell that you've built around yourself to protect yourself from the world. It's this shell that you have put around yourself because somebody told you you were too loud or you were too much or you were too, you felt too much. That's, that's one I've heard my whole life. I feel too much. Uh, or you feel too much. Or you're, you're too demanding. Or you're too ambitious. Or you're too bossy. Or you're too whatever. Right? And you might not even remember somebody saying these things to you because you were so little. But I promise you, your timidness, your passiveness is a shell you have built around yourself to protect yourself. And I totally get it. But I'm here to tell you, If you want to build a business big, if you want to build a big business, if you want, you know what? Screw business, honestly. If you want anything out of life, if you want to have a beautiful life, if you want to treat this life like you only live once, which is what exactly you get, then you need to really dig down deep and say, what do I want? What do I want? Right? And so a good exercise for this, this kind of passiveness and timidness kind of lead into codependency, right? Which is something that you guys know. If you've been following me for a while, you know that I am a recovering codependent. So I feel you, I hear you, I see you. Uh, but the what, the, I was, what I was getting at with codependency is, is you start to really uh, put everybody else's emotion, you put everybody else's feelings first, you put everybody else first, right? And so when I started to try to recover from codependency, I used to do little things like I started super small. And what I, what I mean by that is like when somebody would ask what I wanted for dinner, I would say, I don't know, but I would hope, I hoped in the back of my mind that they would come to the same conclusion as me, right? Like, so if I wanted spaghetti for dinner and somebody asked me, what do you want for dinner? I'd be like, I don't know. I don't care. It doesn't matter. Passive, timid, right? But in the back of my mind, I'm like, I hope they want spaghetti. I hope they want spaghetti. I hope they want spaghetti. But I didn't want to offer that solution because I didn't want to be uh, dictating the, the conversation. I didn't want to put somebody else in an uncomfortable position, right? So can you start with little things like that? When somebody asks you what you want for dinner, can you actually tell them, right? And if you don't know, you don't know. But can you actually tell them? Can you actually say what that little voice in the back of your head is saying, When somebody says to you, hey, do you want to go do laser tag or do you want to go do mini golf? I hate mini golf. But in the back of my mind, I'd be like, oh, I don't care. Oh, I don't care. Oh, I don't care. When really the answer was, I didn't want to do either. I didn't want to do either, right? So you're not born passive. You're not born timid. It's taught. The next 
personality characteristic that we kind of attribute to I don't know. We just we just say, oh, this is how I am. This is how I am. This is how I am. Well, this is not how you were born, right? So no, personality trait number two is lazy. You were not born lazy. And I'm going to take it back to primitive days, like literally when we were hunter-gatherers, right? If you were a lazy hunter-gatherer, you would have died, right? Because we had to hunt for our food. We had to build our own shelter. We had to before we had all these luxuries of, you know, grocery stores and housing and vehicles, you had to walk everywhere. You had to care for not only your children, but the rest of the children in the village while they were out hunting and gathering. Like you were not born lazy, right? And so maybe you don't relate to what I'm saying right now. Cause you're like, okay, Sydney, but we're not hunter gatherers anymore. Think about it this way. If you're a mom or a dad, if you're a parent, if your child came to you and said, mom, I'm hungry. It wouldn't have mattered how long your day was. It wouldn't have mattered how hard your day was. It wouldn't have mattered how tired you are. You get up and make your child food, right? You're not lazy. I've talked about this on a, on a podcast before, but you're not lazy. You're lacking passion. Okay. You're not born lazy. We would all die innovation and technology and all of that would have never happened if people were born lazy you would be content with your with your life your subpar life right you wouldn't be dreaming for more and so when you start to feel lazy can you really evaluate what's making what you're being lazy around and say why am i lazy around this is this is this an area i'm lacking passion in is this something i don't want to do is this is this an area that's not aligned with my dreams and my goals and and my actual passions because that's what laziness is telling you laziness is telling you that you are not passionate about something and if you are passionate about something if you are lazy around your business and you are like well i am passionate about this business well i need you to realign yourself and say okay, I'm lazy around sending messages. So why, what, what do I need to do here? Right. And you need to remember why you're sending those messages. You're feeling lazy around sending those messages messages because you're not passionate about sending messages. So remember that that passion, you're passionate about that fancy house that you want, right? That's what I, that's my driving force right now is this house in Frisco. I need it. I love it. I'm super passionate about it. That's what's driving me, right? That's what's making me keep sending the messages, even though I'm not passionate, passionate about sending the messages. So what does sending the messages get you, right? Remember that when you're feeling lazy. Number three is you're not born judgmental, okay? And you're like, well, how does that line up with business, Sydney? Oh my God, are you about to get on a soapbox and preach? Well, I could get on a soapbox and preach because empathy is one of the things that I am the most passionate about. I'm so desperate for the world to experience more empathy because I think that the world would be such a beautiful place if everybody was as empathetic as I am, if everybody felt people's emotions like I do, if everybody was as energy sensitive as I am, I feel like the world would be such a beautiful place. I really do because people operate from an area of this only impacts me. So I don't care about the rest of it. Right. We're, we're, you know, I'm not getting a political on here, but we are in election season and a lot of people are voting based on only what directly affects them, not what affects the rest of the world, not what affects the minorities, not what, not what affects the LGBT community, not what affects the black community, not what affects anybody else. You're only thinking about yourself. And I know that because 
a lot of people are not even educated on the scary things that are about to happen for the LGBT community, depending on how this election goes. You have no idea. You have no idea. Anyway, I'm getting off my soapbox. My point is, getting back to what I was talking about, we are not born judgmental. We're not, right? You listen to children talk about uh, black people, or you listen to children talk about uh, lesbians, or you listen to people talk, children talk about their friends, right? People, children are not born judgmental. It's taught, right? It is taught. And so how is this affecting your business, right? You're like, okay, bring it back around to business, Sydney. Bring it back around to business. This is affecting your business because you are judging people before you even talk to them, right? The second somebody sends you a message and says, hey, I'm interested in products, you are judging whether they're actually going to purchase or not. You are judging whether they're actually going to be good with you in business or not. And I will tell you right now, throw the judgment out the door because the person that I did not want to recruit. I don't know why I didn't. I just, I had some judgment about me. I don't know why, but I did not want to recruit this person. She ended up being, she's one of my top producers. I literally brushed her off when she came to me and said that she wanted to join the business because I didn't think she was going to be, I, I judged her. I judged her. Okay. And so how many times have you judged somebody and then they surprised you? And on the other hand, how many times have you, you know, tried to sign an influencer in your business and they're like, oh, I'm going to be your top producer and I'm going to bring in the most sales and I'm going to be amazing. I'm so good in business. And then they do nothing. And then they do nothing. Right? Stop judging people. Give everybody the opportunity. And that's the first way that we judge people. The second way that we judge people is we judge people based on us, right? So a lot of people make this big mistake in sales and they sell with their wallet, right? When somebody asks you for information on makeup, you give them a price, uh, you give them a cart. Basically, you build their cart for them based on what you can afford. You start selling to people with your wallet. But let me just put this in perspective for you. If somebody came to me and said, I would like the best setup possible to, to start with ketones, I want, I want the whole shebang, right? I would tell them that the best people, the most successful people start with three boxes of nat, a box of functional fat, a box of electrolytes, and you can add on the uh, keto up energy drinks if you want an extra pop throughout your day. That's what I would tell people right? Now, can everybody afford that? No. But could you imagine if somebody said, I want, I want you to set me up for the best success. And I only offer them one box of ketones, which is 20 packets, which isn't even going to get them through one day a month. Is that really setting somebody up for the best success? Or is that me being scared and living in a scarcity mindset and selling to people with my own wallet, right? Does that make sense? So if you are selling to people with your own wallet, you are judging them. You are judging what they're, and let me just tell you, It is none of your business what somebody is willing to spend with you. It is your business to give them the best opportunity to set them up for the most success and for them to tell you that's not in my budget. If it's not in their budget, let them tell you. Your job is to set them up for the most success. If you sell to people with your wallet and you don't tell them everything they actually need, they're going to come back to you and be like, well, why did you sell me short? Why didn't you tell me I needed this? Why didn't you tell me I needed electrolytes? Why didn't you tell me I needed foundation? Why didn't you tell me I needed powder? Why didn't you tell me I needed setting spray? Why didn't you tell me I needed whatever, right? Stop being so judgmental and just 
sell to people the way that you would want to be sold if you had unlimited money. If you had unlimited money and you wanted to be set up for the best success with a product line, how would you want somebody to sell to you, right? Number four is we are not born insecure. We're not born insecure. That's taught to us. That's taught to us by the bullies on the, on the playground that say you're not good enough or, or they make fun of your teeth or whatever. You know, somebody made fun of my teeth a really long time ago in high school. They told me I had horse, I had a horse face because I have a long oval face and I have big teeth. Okay. And it's stuck with me ever since. And you want to know what I'm insecure about? I'm not insecure about a lot, but I'm insecure about my teeth. I'm insecure about my teeth. Is that coincidence? Probably not. But we're not born insecure. Think of this. When you are a baby, you are not worried about being milk drunk. Like you're not worried about the milk that spilled down your chest. You're not worried about the food on your face. You're not worried about how goofy your hair looks. You're just not bothered. You're just living your life. You're just being you. You're just telling your mom, hey, I need to sleep. Hey, mom, I need to eat. Hey, mom, I have poop in my diaper. You're just living your life and and serving yourself at your own needs, right? We're not born insecure. It's taught to us. You're taught to sit down, be quiet, don't dress like that, don't wear your hair like that, don't be like that. Men need to be tough and women need to be soft and women should be quiet and men can't talk about feelings and blah, 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 blah. It's all these societal standards that have made you insecure, right? I talk about toxic masculinity a lot because it really upsets me in this world that men are taught to not share their feelings. Men are taught not to be sensitive. Men are taught to, you know, Man up, be a man, don't cry. A lot of problems in this world are from these societal standards that we put on people. So then you have men that are living their lives that are actually very sensitive humans and they're stifling it and they're stifling it and they're stifling it and we wonder why we have so much hate in this world. We wonder why people don't live with empathy. We wonder why this world is filled with so much hate. It comes from the way you raise your babies. It comes from the way that you raise your babies. I am so freaking proud of my best friend. This goes back to judgmental, but it it ties into insecure, okay? I am so freaking proud of my best friend, Brittany Anderson. She was raised in a super conservative household. She was against gay marriage. She was against interracial couples. She was against addicts. She was against anybody that veered away from what she had fit in this little box, right? And then the world kind of smacked her in the face and said, hey, you want to be against the LGBT community? Here, I'm going to make your best friend gay. I'm going to make your best friend an addict, right? I'm going to make your top leader an interracial couple with a mixed baby, right? Like they, the world handed my best friend everything that she questioned and literally gave her a face to put to these stereotypes, right? She can't hate gay people anymore because she loves me. She's got a face to put to the LGBT community now. Because any vote against the LGBT community is a vote against her very best friend, right? And so I'm so proud of the way that she's raising her babies because she's raising her babies so differently. She's raising her babies to love everybody. She's raising her babies that, you know, women, girls kiss girls and boys kiss boys. She's raising her babies to love every color of skin. She's raising her babies to be super empathetic. And I want to tell you exactly what that means for her babies. 
Her babies will not be judgmental people. Her babies will not be insecure because they won't be comparing themselves to everybody else because they understand that everybody in this world is different and different is beautiful. People are not born insecure and they are not born judgmental. That is how you raise your babies. Raise your babies. Man, raise your baby so they don't end up like you, okay? Raise your baby so they don't go through the pain of being insecure. Raise your baby so they don't go through the pain of being judgmental. Raise your baby so they can love everybody and they can be beautiful entrepreneurs if they wanna be, right? They can be beautiful entrepreneurs because they'll already have the skill set to succeed in business because y'all, we are not born insecure, Okay, and then the last one on this list is we are not born perfectionists. And this kind of goes back to what I said about babies, right? Babies don't care if their hair is out of place. Babies don't care if they have food on their shirt. Babies don't care about things being perfect, right? Think about when your child started walking. If, for those of you that are parents, okay? Think about when your child started walking. Your child did not care that they got up and walked two steps and fell down. They were excited, your child did not care that they didn't say that word perfectly, sketty. They said sketty instead of spaghetti. They didn't care that they said it imperfectly. It's just done, right? They just, they just know how to say it. It's exciting enough that they are working on it. They're, it is exciting enough that they are a work in progress, progress, right? We are not born perfectionists. That is a learned skill. And that kind of stems off of being insecure, right? We, we try to be perfectionists because we think that if we get it perfect the first time, then nobody will make fun of us. Nobody will tell us we're wrong. Then we won't get hurt because we did it perfect the first time. But I need you to understand that perfectionism does not exist. And so if you are searching to be perfect, you will forever be, you'll forever be disappointed. You'll never find it. We aren't born perfectionists, okay? So I hope you guys gained value from this. If you did, please go ahead and screenshot it, share it into your Instagram stories, and tag me at the real Queen Sid. I love y'all. I appreciate y'all. I hope that I hope that you guys gained some value from this. These are five characteristics you are not born with, but they are probably hindering your business. Okay, so I love you guys. I appreciate you guys. Let's go, go, go. And I hope bringing awareness around this will help you move forward in your business. I hope you guys have an amazing rest of your day. I love you. I appreciate you. And I will catch you on the next one.